Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Buko Boys. I'm Dale. And I'm Derek, aka DVO. What's up everybody? We're back from our trip. Just got back from Hawaii. And what did we bring back with us? Of course we brought back some treats. We gotta try some treats for you guys. Damn right we did. So you know, obviously we're coming back with another episode this week. So we're publishing two episodes this week because we missed last week. But we're on vacation. Sorry. Yeah, that's happens. what we do. All right. So we're back from our trip from Hawaii, and we brought some treats with us. We actually brought a lot of extra treats, but we're not going to do all of them today. We're actually going to kind of do more of like the candies and fruit kind. Candied yeah. fruit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So all of these are actually either made in Hawaii or they love it in Hawaii. Like no, they were all made in Hawaii. No, there's one. One is not, I think. I think it was just one that wasn't. No, all of these that we bought were all made in Hawaii. Every one of them. Except for the one that says product of China. So, But the, where was it made? <laughs> it was a product of China. <laughs> it's distributed in Hawaii, but it's made in China. <laughs> yeah, that so, was the one you picked up. All right. But it's popular. You'll see why. We'll talk about that. So the first one is one you wanted to try right away because you're scared of this one. So yeah, this, this one is called Wet Lemon. So it's a, it looks like almost like a, as a lemon peel that's been candied and it's still soaking wet. All right. And it's actual a lemon. Let me get a piece out. And here's for you. Yeah, so it's not like dried out lemon. It's it has a little wetness to it, a little moist. All right, I'm going to give this a try. Okay. Sour. Yeah. Salty and sour? Yeah, it is salty. Not a big fan of that one. It's okay. I like sour things. I'm a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that one myself. No, it's nothing I would uh, go out of my way to buy. It's it's decent. It's just like candied lemon peels. Yeah. Yeah, a little bitterness at the end. Because it's like the, the peel. peel. So this brand is Jade, and their motto is, how local can you get? Interesting. Okay. Um, we're going to do another wet one. So this one's a wet mango with lihing seasoning all over it. And the lihing is the the dried plum that they powder. No, what they do it's a so it's a Chinese plum, and they peel it, and they use the peels, and they grind it up and make it into a powder form, and then they use that as seasoning. And it's good. We like it. It was our first experience with lihing, and we did like it. All right. Open this bag up and give it a try. Oh, here's a good one. We can. I already know this is going to be good. We can like share this one. Oh, it's like stuck on there. Got it? Oh, you know what? There's two on there. Yeah. Got it. All right. So it's a Wiggly. almost partially dried mango, still wet, covered in this Lihing seasoning. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like it. Way better than a wet lemon. Yeah, way better than that lemon, for sure. <laughs> this I would go out of my way to buy. Yeah, that's good. That one's really good. I mean, I love mango, though. You know what? It doesn't have that much of a mango taste, but it's still really good. Because of the lihing, you think? Yeah, I think the lihing kind of takes over. Okay. But it it's damn good. I like it. What brand is that? That brand is 808 Snacks. Two X's. 808 Snacks. Because you don't know 808 is the area code of Hawaii. All right. This next one is from a brand called The Crack Seed Jar. And it's slivered rose cherry. So it looks like dried cherry that's been cut in strips. Looks decent. Yeah. Okay. The question is, how do you open it? Here it is. Found it. All right. Now my hands are sticky. Yeah. Hmm. Have the dogs lick it off. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna give them diarrhea. <laughs> All right. Okay, this one's a lot, you know, harder consistency. It's not wet. Yeah, this is definitely um, one of the. It's dried for sure. So rose cherry. It's a little sour, a little tart, I should say. It's salty as shit. Salty and tart. I don't like the salty, and the tart is a little too Ooh. much. Got that tart kicked up at the end there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of that either. Um, the the cherry itself, I think it tastes good. The seasoning stuff on it, let me see what's on it. I can definitely get that hint prune. of rose. So they have prune, salt, sugar, licorice, citric acid, rose flavor. Oh, so it's actually not even a cherry. It's a plum. Yep. It's dried plum with rose flavoring. I, I caught that rose at the end there. Uh, the sweetness to it. I don't know if it's the licorice or the rose flavor that gives it a weird aftertaste. And it, the sweetness is there, but this weird aftertaste is lingering. Yeah. I don't like it. Not a big fan of this one. Okay, this is another one. This brand is Hawaii Candy. Red coconut balls. Red coconut balls. So just first impression of looking at it. And if you're watching YouTube, I'm, I'm holding everything up to look it. look like uh, red hot Cheeto puff balls. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly what they look like. Um, I'm oh. So is it like a, this one's going to be delicious. It has like a sugar coating to it. Inside is the, just white coconut. So good. Tastes like what I would think it would taste like. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's really no reason for it to be red. Probably just for it to stand out. Marketing reasons. You know what? Later I saw these at the airport. They had the red one, these red ones like we got. And then they had just plain white ones. Oh, and they had yellow ones because they were like pineapple flavored. Mm, okay. But at the airport, they were like three times the price than what we got it for. <laughs> so... Yeah, I wasn't getting that. That's good, though. Yeah, it's good. Definitely uh, what I expected it to taste like. So far, that's my favorite. That and the mango. All right, the next one is uh, from a brand called Enjoy Snacks. 
And this is Lihing Sour Fruit Salad. So this is, uh, what, four different fruits? Uh, three. So we've got, uh, so basically they took other candies, like green apple, sour green apples, pineapple rings, and strawberry. And, and then there's they, watermelon. Oh, and watermelon, yeah. Yeah, so they took four flavors. Did I count that right? Yeah, four flavors. And they just put lihing, more lihing on it. Like I mentioned on the last episode, they love their lihing. So it's kind of like what Mexico does with that chili powder on all their candy. So I'll give you one of each over here, brother. There's only like two pineapple rings in here, though. Well, that's all we need, right? I'm just saying that if I were to buy this, I'd want more pineapple rings. Well, if you were to buy this, you could pick out the pack with the most pineapple rings, I guess. <laughs> what should we start out with? Sour apple? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to get my sour apple out of this bag. So it does remind me a lot like the Mexican candy that's covered in chili everything. These are just lihing everything. Yeah. Okay, let me see. You can smell the sour apple right away. I'm starting to sweat. Sour candy makes me sweat. <laughs> it's not that sour. It's not. But the thought of it, me thinking of sour candy makes me sweat. Ah. I know that feeling. I don't taste a lot of the lihing, but I taste the sour apple, and that's good. Not too sour, though, like you're right. Yeah. So let's try the pineapple. Yeah. There's a pineapple ring. This is damn good. It's so good. I don't think I've had pineapple rings before. Me neither. I was just going to say, we have peach rings, watermelon rings, green apple rings, green apple rings, pineapple rings. We need to do that more often. That's my favorite ring. Yep. New favorite ring. That's so good. That's really good. You want a strawberry? Well, I'm still yeah. eating my pineapple, though. <laughs> I really like that pineapple ring. Okay. Strawberry. Here we go. Alright. Not a lot of flavor in this one. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the flavor. Okay, it's starting to... Alright, I'm starting to get it. Not a lot of flavor. It's that easy strawberry artificial flavor. Nothing to it, really. I'm not a big fan of it. All right. Next is the watermelon. Now I love these watermelon sour candies. They're the watermelon wedge looking ones. Yeah. You smell it right away. I don't taste much of the lihing on this. Mostly all watermelon. You know what? I didn't taste lihing on any of it. Almost unnecessary to put lihing on these candies. Mm hmm. Cause you don't really taste it. Still good though. Yeah, it's still good. <laughs> I, I love those strawberry candies. This is not the one I'm used to, like the Sour Patch watermelon ones, which are way better than this, I think. Yeah, this was a really mellow watermelon. There wasn't sour to it at all. Okay. Was that sour apple was the sour yeah. one. But that pineapple ring, damn good. And then the uh, the wet lihing mango. Wet mango. Because that, that one you can taste the lihing in. Yep. And then the uh, red coconut balls. 
they're just like an average coconut candy, like a sweet with um, that shredded chewy. coconut. Yeah, the pineapple ring was my favorite, even I though I didn't so. taste Lihing. You can get the pineapple rings. Well, you, I, I was gonna say you can probably get it anywhere, but you can't. We've never seen them in Utah anyway. We've never really looked. I think I'll keep my eye open now, but I really doubt we'll find Lihing covered anything at the stores here in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> not a mainland thing i guess nope all right well that is our hawaii treats from our latest trip to oahu hawaii well before we get away from the hawaii treats let's just talk about one last thing that we gave a second chance in hawaii and that's poi yes we did twice yeah we tried it two different times two more times in this last trip and one of the times was at a local restaurant the plant was it the plantation no it's uh the crawfish and crab shack oh yeah it was the crawfish and crab shack that place the poi didn't have a strong flavor it really had no flavor at all right it was it was easy to take yes i was telling dale um i could because we went with, with a friend of ours and he actually lives out there in Hawaii, and he loves poi. He could eat it by the spoonful. Yeah, and like yeah, and, that's, and he does. <laughs> Take some steel balls to eat poi by the spoonful. And I've heard it's an acquired taste. I've heard that many times. And when we were in Hawaii this last time, the first time we had it was at a luau. Had a little bit of that sour flavor. A lot of the sour. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that strong uh, for me, for me, the anyway. first time, yeah, at, the, at that luau, I didn't think it was that strong. Uh, I, I had like it was like a hint of sourness for me. You and your daughter had it, and you guys were like, "Yeah, that, no, thank you." <laughs> then we went to this uh, the crawfish and crab shack and had it with our food. And you mentioned the the thought of you know you 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 add it as a an additive to food. Yeah, so what they do is they'll like take a mouthful of meat and then put their fingers in the poi and then eat the poi. And our and friend was like, "No, I just just eat it. That's not a well, thing." Well, he was saying he was saying that that's how they do it, but they don't have to do it that way. Because I was asking about dipping the meat in it, and he's like, "Yeah, same thing. What we do is we take a bite of the meat and then put our fingers in the poi and put the poi in our mouth." So. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give this a try with the meat." You know, I was doing it that way. You don't taste the poi when you eat it with the meat. Well, because the seasoning is so overpowering of the meat. That's why. It all dulls that uh, the meat flavor. It's just the seasoning and the sauce isn't as strong anymore. But as soon as you take that poi by itself. So the third time we tried poi at the Luau Paradise Cove. Tasted a lot similar to the poi at the um, Luau from the... PCC, complete shit. Tastes like <laughs> sour shit. Like if if my dog had a runny turd on the ground, and I put my fingers in it and then put it in my mouth, and it had time to ferment. That's what it would taste like. Not a fan. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. Now, what do you think about at the the crawfish and crab shack? Like I said, it, it didn't have that much flavor. It wasn't fermented. That fermentation adds a lot of gross. Like, because <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be brave. Because at the luau, I was dipping like the meat in it and then taking bites of it. 
So I was like, all right, I'm going to be brave and take a big old bite. I regretted it instantly. <laughs> yeah, I was... I feel like it's very tasteless. I just, when we had it at the restaurant, I just. The restaurant was tasteless. Yeah. The luau was horrible. <laughs> and, and our buddy Isaiah, he was kind of explaining to me the process of when they mash it all up and the different sections of the root that creates more starch or less starch and the purple color and yeah. the fermentation process. They explained a lot of that to us. So using the middle of it has more sugars. The outsides of it has less sugars, less fermentation. Science, people. <laughs> yeah, like I was telling him I, I could eat it like if it was a, almost like a pudding cup because that's how they kind of served it. It's like some little, little cup. I'd be like, yeah, I could eat it just like with a spoon just if I was hungry and we're t- chatting it up and I don't have time to order. Yeah, I'll just throw back a couple spoonfuls of poi because it has not much flavor uh so yeah i don't really care to do it again <laughs> so yeah no thanks all right um ready to transition yeah let's transition to a holiday coming up yeah we got saint patrick's day coming up saint patty's day coming up this weekend actually do you any do you do anything for saint patrick's day i used to when i was like 21 yeah so <laughs> i go to the car bu- bombs was that Oh, gar- star bombs? Yeah, right? I would go and I would, and I would do that, have green beer. I would never... I'm in my 30s now. I don't, I don't... I wouldn't drink green beer anymore. You know what green beer does? What? Turns your poo green. Or blue. <laughs> or blue. So, it's usually blue food coloring or green f- food coloring. It turns your shit green. Yeah. Or like a bluish color. Or you'll even pee a little bit of green. Yeah, that's not good for you. <laughs> Food coloring is probably not a good thing. Yeah, so I don't, I don't do any, I don't really do anything. I don't do the cabbage and corned beef or potatoes. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, yeah, it was like another excuse to go out and party. And yeah, I'd go to the clubs, go to the bars, and have green beer and whatever. Now I'm not into it as much. But what I do like is Guinness beer. Do you like dark beer? I like dark beers. I like, I like Guinness. It tastes. A little different than regular dark beers, though. Okay, but I like Guinness. I I really like I I like dark beers. I like dark beers myself. I like Guinness, and I might I might have some Guinness over the weekend to for for St. Patrick's Day. And I thought, um, you know, an interesting story with Guinness. I'm, and I just kind of brought this up to you today, and you didn't even know this is that the Guinness World Records book actually is named after Guinness beer. Yeah, and I never really put the two together. I just know they had the same names. Uh huh. But when you brought that up to me, mind blown. Right, and I hope the listeners are also having their mind blown right now. <laughs> so, quick little history on it. What happened was, I, um, Sir Sir Beaver. <laughs> I don't remember Sir his first. Beaver, but. I don't remember his first name, but Beaver is his last name. I think he was the director of Guinness Guinness Breweries, and he was on a golf course. And he was golfing with a buddy, and they were um, a couple of different birds had flown by, and they were kind of just kind of disputing which bird was the fastest in Europe. And so they went to uh, kind of like a pretty much a bar after their golf game, because that's what you do in Ireland—you golf and go and, to bars. 
and go to bars and fight. But uh, they didn't fight. But they were having a dispute about which bird was faster. And they said, oh, man, I bet other people have all these other kind of disputes of what's something like that, right? Like what, what's faster in this situation? Are you having snacks over there while we're recording? <laughs> That's keep awesome. Talking. Keep talking. You love those coconut balls. <laughs> I'll give you one. Just shut up and keep talking. Thank you. So, <laughs> so they're having this dispute, and they were just kind of talking like we should put something together that kind of has these type of comparisons, and it's turned into what we know now as the Guinness World Records. And if you guys didn't know, Dale and I attempted a world record and failed miserably at it on our podcast. But it was delicious. Try. It was. It was the most Ferrero Rocher's eaten in a minute. And uh, yeah, nine, nine is the world record. And we got to, I got three, you got four, five? No, you got four. Or you were on your fourth. Yeah. And I was on my fifth. Yes. So. That's, that was rough. It was. You you didn't realize how fast your mouth gets caked up with it. But anyway, just a fun fun little theory I thought I'd share with our listeners for, for St. Patty's Day coming up. So I have a Guinness and read the Guinness World Records. Oh, and oh, actually, the Guinness World Records has its own world record. And for it's being the only company that does world records? No, it was like the for the most, I think, copyrights or the most sold book or some, something like that. So they they hold their own world record themselves. So kind of remember getting the big Guinness Book of World Records every year at like the Scholastic Book Fair and flipping oh, yeah. through that and seeing all the different world records and I don't you, give a shit anymore. I remember I used to really be into that when I was a kid. Now I just don't give a shit. Me too. I remember that whole Scholastic Book Fair and I love that. Mm-hmm. I was really excited when they came around school and i would have the magazine they give you the magazine of what was going to be there like a week before you circle all the shit oh yeah it. i got the red pen and circled everyone hey mom like i want this she's like well we're not rich so so pick you, one you just have to go to the <laughs> library like everyone else yeah <laughs> maybe one maybe one of the ones that are like five dollars or less we'll get one of those books <laughs> but I, I but i would love going and and uh looking at the books and circling the ones that i wanted so St. Patrick's Day and leprechauns go hand in hand. Yes. What I, say you about leprechauns? Are they real? Is that what you're asking me? Well, just what's your take on them? Well, I have a story about leprechauns, but I don't think they're anything real. No. <laughs> so I was looking up some history and, you know, like, you know, mythical creatures we like to talk about once in a while. And I figured let's talk about the leprechaun. Originally, Ireland folklore, and they're basically known for making shoes. That's what they do. They make shoes, and it's just it's a, it's a little sprite, little fairy. And the theory is, if if you're able to catch one for the leprechaun's freedom, it will grant you three wishes, and then they have their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, so that. If you find it, you can catch it or keep the gold. And and leprechauns are little pranksters, so they like to play little pranks on people. Oh yeah, that's what they used to do for elementary school: is do little prankster leprechaun stuff. Oh, I, I totally forgot about that. And they blame it on the leprechaun. Yeah, poor leprechauns. <laughs> and Did you know that little... they're coming out with a new leprechaun movie? They're redoing that. I think, or not redoing it. But coming out with a whole new leprechaun 
the killer leprechaun horror flick. So is it a continuation or brand new story? I believe it's a continuation, and I heard okay. that they might have Jennifer Aniston in this again. Interesting. Because she was in the first one back in the, was yes. it the 80s or the early 90s? Uh, it's got to be the 80s, right? It had to be like in 89, that, yeah. 90s. Yeah, it was, it was in that time frame. Did you like that one? Well, I was a little kid when it came out, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> You're scared of leprechauns? I was scared of that leprechaun, but not leprechauns. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it, it was pretty... I, I liked the first one. I didn't really like the ones after that, like Leprechaun in the Hood or in Space. I don't know where oh, you went, but... They were all shitty. Yeah, it, it got really bad. The first was good. That was Jennifer, one of Jennifer Aniston's like big, uh, big breakthroughs. Yeah, that, that was like her big thing. She did that. So that... I would... I gotta see a trailer. Is that just a rumor? Or is that like for real coming out? I believe it's a real thing coming out. It is. I don't think it's a rumor. Okay, that'll be interesting. I like to see a trailer. For, see what happens. And uh, I'm curious to see what other people do for your traditions on on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Do you have one? No, just to get the green beers at the bar. But the bars get so crowded now on St. Patrick's Day because everybody's got to go get the green beer and, like, make a big drunk spectacle out of it all. Right. And, I, I mean, I get it. Irish are known for being drunk. <laughs> but, hey, uh, that's what us Americans do, right? We we take, like, a holiday like Irish or single Mayo Mexican and say, hey, let's, let's turn, turn it into a drinking holiday. Yeah, exactly. Find a, find a reason to keep keep drinking. So yeah, so you 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 do like the green beer? No, I hate it. I'd rather okay. If I had the choice on St. Patrick's Day between regular and green beer, I'd take the regular beer. I don't want to pee green and shit blue or green. <laughs> so you're gonna get, or would you get Guinness? Yes, I'll get Guinness and then uh, do the Irish car bombs with the Jameson. Okay, all right. Some Irish whiskey is what you're saying. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. What do you guys do? What do you guys do for St. Patrick's Day? Let us know. Uh, you can send it to us at bucoboyspodcast at gmail.com. You or get pinched. For when we're in green? Yep. Do you have green? I got green, but I want... I'm not, it's not St. Patrick's Day today. I know. I'm just asking if you have green. Yes, I do. Green's not like the most popular color that like a lot of guys wear, I should say. I don't have a lot of green items. Yeah. But I remember buying some green shirts specifically for St. Patrick's Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't get pinched? Or do I? Pinch your high knee? Yeah, maybe I just want to hide <laughs> it so I can pinch back. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you guys like to do. You can send it to us at uh, also on our Facebook and Instagram, Buco Boys. Or the Gmail, Podcast at gmail.com. Now, speaking of that movie, let me go back to our notes here. So you're talking about the the tr- you're t- we're talking about the Leprechaun movie, but there's also a couple new trailers that we saw that oh. look good. Some new trailers just came out this week. Yes, the Avengers. Oh my god, I'm I'm so hyped for this movie. So there's a lot of things going on in that trailer. Yeah, I, I'm 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 hyped for it. I mean, there's 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 so much going on with it. Um, it looks. So, I don't know if you caught this in the trailer. Did you watch the full trailer? I did. Did you notice Black Widow's hairstyle keeps changing? 
During the trailer? Yes, oh, during I the didn't, trailer. Oh, I didn't notice. She has blonde hair. She has longer blonde hair. Then she has full red hair. So do you think they're jumping... In time. You th- in the movie, do you think they're jumping in time? Or do you think they just do flashbacks? I think in the movie, they're jumping through time. Interesting. So do you know how Ant-Man shows up? Yeah. Well, he was stuck in that quantum realm. Nobody yes. was able to get him out. But the ori- Michelle Pfeiffer's character from the Ant-Man and the Wasp had talked about time... Uh, Something about time and jump and don't fall in into those time things because then you might get lost, blah, blah, blah. So that opens it up to time travel within the quantum realm. Okay. So that might explain how Ant-Man shows up. Well, also with these different hairstyles and, and with, uh, well, with, what's her name? Black Widow. And also with Captain America, his facial hair, but that could be, you know, changed real easily. Yeah. But anyways, it looks like they might be jumping back and forth and trying to change things and making things different. And there was also stills taken of them looking like they're recreating that Battle of New York from the first Avengers movie. Hmm. And what else? Oh, it looks like they're wearing little wrist devices that might help them travel in time. Not quite sure. Just kind of hearsay based off of the trailer and, and breakdowns of it, but... Looks like that might do a lot of time traveling going on. That'd be interesting. I don't know how I would feel about time traveling in the movie, but Marvel does a good job with their movies, so I figured they can do. They'll do it right if they do it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the idea of it, but if they do it, they'll execute it good. I think. I think they're going to do a damn good job with it. Yes, it's the it's the last movie. This is the Avengers Endgame. It's the last movie of what they call chapter phase two, phase four, I think. Phase four, something something like that. Yeah, but something like that. Yeah, it's one of the end of the phases for sure. And then they'll start a new phase, and I don't know where they'll come in. I like that the end of the trailer they have Thor and Captain Marvel kind of have a face to face, like a love interest. No, I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't. It doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. I just didn't get that. But, you know, he called a Stormbreaker by just, you know, putting his arm out there and it came. And no, she didn't that was another flinch. thing. It wasn't... Let me his... finish my thought, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she didn't flinch. And uh, he just said, all right, I like her. And so, so uh, it was, it was, I kind of felt like it was more of like respect than love interest. So that was one thing, is when he reached out, his hammer came flying at him, not the axe. I thought it was. No, that was the Mjolnir, whatever the hell the name. Mjolnir? Yeah, his hammer. That was a hammer. It, if, to me, it looked like Stormbreaker because one end's an axe and one end, end's a hammer. But we can watch it again It was short. It, it, no, the axe was a big, long thing. This was a short, this was a hammer. I felt it was because it looked like, remember, Groot broke his arm off as a handle. It looked like yeah, his I arm, know. too. It looked, to me, we'll have to watch it again. To, to we'll watch verify. it again, but I could swear that was the hammer. Which we'll kind see. of goes to the going back in time thing, right? Which could I don't I'll, I'll pull it up, but maybe I'll pull it up pre while we talk about it. Um, but keep going. What else was that? Oh, they had that 
they all had those new uniforms, Avenger uniforms. Yeah, it was, like, was it was it white and red? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was like white, mainly white, and then it had that that blue color from Captain America's suit. Uh huh. Had that look to it. Let's see, did you find it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just type it. I thought it would be like in the beginning here, but I'll just type it in. Avengers Endgame. Um, but did you notice in the beginning of the trailer, it was it was flashbacks into them talking, yeah. and it was black and white the flashbacks. Yes. However, there was one color, and it was always the red color. That was noticeable. That stuck out from the black and white. Yes. So I'm gonna put this. Go to the very end of. The- I am. Now let's see. There he is talking to Captain Marvel. Oh, he already got it in his hand. He got a lot oh. more. Oh, whoops. All right. So, yeah. So, um, it ends, and then it kind of shows him call He's out. out. That's the hammer. Oh, yeah. You're right. It was Mjolnir, which his sister destroyed. Destroyed. Hello. Oh, that is interesting. See? That is interesting. So many things hmm. going on in that trailer. I wonder how long the movie's going to be. I bet you it's going to be almost three hours. It almost needs to, right? I think because there's a lot of stuff that has to happen in this. Yeah, because they, they do have so many characters, and they got to go back and forth with all of them, and some of them are all over the place. Like, oh, here's one thing that did that Marvel did right. By selling more. them their, the Marvel name to Disney was probably the smartest move because Disney being as rich as they are was able to acquire all the Marvel characters now. So now Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be complete. I heard they're going to be doing a Silver Surfer movie or introducing him in. I heard that. And I heard a rumor that they might recast all of X-Men, which might suck because they're still doing some things like the Dark Phoenix yeah, that's coming out soon. That trailer looks nuts. Yeah, we, I think we've talked about another episode. That looks really good. But that Dark Phoenix looks pretty... Like, we saw a full trailer of this one in the, the, the Captain Marvel movie. So the previews to that showed a lot of uh, her dark side. Her going to Magneto for help and getting away from Charles Xavier. And then kind of going to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, and then there was also a rumor that maybe Blade, they're going to have another, they're going to redo Blade. So that rumor, they're talking about this one's going to be a rated R Blade with Wesley Snipes. I think that's yeah. going to be badass. And kind of reading the story that you shared with me, it looks like he's going to be training his daughter also to be like a superhero. Wait a minute. Did he have a daughter in the movies? Not that I remember. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't read that whole thing. Yeah, I just kind of looked at it and was really interested in. It. Yeah, but, so, uh, so it's interesting. And and speaking, you know, we just talked about about Thor and Captain Marvel. There, we watched Captain Marvel, and it was amazing. It was pretty good. It was it was really good. And there we brought was so our- much backlash about this. There were so many trolls talking it down and saying it's horrible. This, that, and the other. It was damn good. I don't think anything from the Disney Marvel side has been bad. So, is the backlash been because of Brie Larson, her as a person? Or has it been about the whole 
Because this is a female-based lead lead woman role? Yeah. Just the trolls were just talking trash because it's a lead woman role. But I thought she did a damn good job. Well, Miss Marvel's not a new character. You know, she's been around for decades. And and, um, now they just made her into a movie because she's pretty powerful. And I remember reading about her, so... I was never a fan of hers. I never read a comic book about Captain Marvel. But I did play the game where I learned a lot about the characters in this game I play. <laughs> okay. But anyways, in this movie, it kind of shows you that she's not the original Captain Marvel. They don't even call her Captain Marvel in this. Yeah, they never call her Captain Marvel in the whole movie. She's always just called by her real name, name Carol Danvers, or Vares. But they do show who Marvel is, or Marvel. Yes. So they show who she is, and you kind of learn about her. So I wonder if they're going to show more about her in future movies. Maybe do like a back uh, prequel. Or a maybe prequel. Just, or maybe just what? show more about her in another Captain Marvel movie. Who? Marvel. I don't think so. I don't feel like that's a... I didn't feel like that was a great storyline to Well, just kind of like how Ant-Man isn't the original Ant-Man. Right. Uh, But Michael Douglas was. Right, but they're not doing a movie on Michael Douglas. Well, yeah, but they did show some more of his backstory in the other movies. Yeah, I doubt they would. Um, I think they'll just just keep her moving forward. But with this Captain Marvel movie and how powerful they show that she is, she can cause some major damage coming up with this... uh, Endgame. Yes. Yeah, it was really great. It was it was fun that the the movie was set in the mid early nineties, ninety four, ninety five, and they did show Nick Fury losing his eye. Yeah, so you guys need to watch how that happens because that was pretty interesting. Not what I was expecting. No, not at all. <laughs> um, um, and Phil Coulson, you know, they they both have they're both they're they're they're, they're still partners. in. Sh- their partners are still in S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's not the S.H.I.E.L.D. that you know of. It, it was like a different type of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because they didn't know about these super people out there. Right. They so, didn't know about aliens. They kind of was S.H.I.E.L.D. was kind of based because there could be possibilities of like secret things that they need to keep secret from the public. Uh-huh. And then it kind of turned into they ran into Captain Marvel and the whole scrolls. And the Cree, and so now they blossomed into what Shield is now. Yeah, so the Cree and the Scrolls are two different alien life forms, and they're out in different galaxy, and they know about Earth and or C fifty three. You mean? Yeah, that's what they call Earth C fifty three. It was kind of fun because you know the DC universe, uh, like on those shows on the CW, they have like Earth one, Earth two, Earth three. But it, it, what was what's weird about it is they always know that our timeline of Earth is Earth-1. Like, everyone just knows we're Earth-1 and then another Earth-2. Like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Derek from Earth-5. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird how that plays out. Yeah, how does everyone know what Earth they're from? <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of weird how that plays out. But this was kind of funny because they just called it C-53. And that's just I, Earth. I liked uh, when Captain Marvel was talking to Nick Fury... And she's like, so does everyone just call you Fury? And he's like, yeah, Fury. He's like, what does your mom call you? Fury. What do you call your mom? 
Fury. <laughs> <laughs> what do kids call you? Well, if I have them, they'll call me Fury. It was funny. They had, they had, you know what? They had good banter. Yeah. They had really good banter between each other, like little zingers and and good good conversations. I I, I like their dialogues. I just remembered something from the trailer. So they had that communication device that Nick Fury dropped that called Captain Marvel. Yeah. And they started panicking because they had it in this little laboratory. And they were like, hey, it stopped doing whatever it was it was doing. And they all kind of gathered to see what was going on with it. And all of a sudden, boom, Captain Marvel's in their face. Um, spoiler alert, everybody. They'll just give away one of the post credits. But um, there's, there's, two, there's two post credits in it. There's one mid um, credit roll, and then one at the very end when they when they're done with it all. So there are. Two oh, that wasn't credits. in the trailer. I think that was in the trailer. It might, maybe it was. I don't remember. See, yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, remember her. I don't remember her talking to other Avengers in the trailer. But uh, but it, I mean, it, it, it was a really good movie. I I really enjoyed the movie. It it was awesome. I'd, I'd watch it again. I'd watch it. I'd again. definitely watch it again. It was, and you know what? Everyone's making big hubbub over the lead woman roles. Wonder Woman was awesome as well. That one was really good too. It was good. Wonder Woman was good. It was a little slow. Hmm. Don't you think? You thought so? I, I didn't think so. I mean, I mean, I know they were. You know, they went to the, they went to the city and they're walking around. But the, I mean, the fight scenes were pretty awesome. I think with DC movies, except Aquaman, Aquaman was wasn't as slow. But for the most part. Most of their movies they've been coming out with have had a lot of slow moments. Okay. Like even like the Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, Batman vs. Superman. Okay. There was a lot of slow parts. Ah. Yeah, it, Captain Marvel, I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I recommend people to go see it because it'll be a big part of the Avengers anyway. Oh, yeah. And then I liked how they put in, at the end of the movie, how they had put... Captain Marvel will appear in Endgame because mm-hmm. there was all these rumors that Disney was going to get rid of her and make her a, into the Star Wars franchise and make her a Jedi instead what? of Captain Marvel. Yeah, this was stupid rumors going around. Yeah, those are really bad rumors. Yeah, so it was spreading. Interesting. So I didn't, I didn't hear to, those. They ended up putting that in the mo- end of the movie because of those rumors. Well, you know, well they did. They've done that a couple times at the end of the movies where they added, "You'll see them again in this upcoming thing." I think because rumors go on. Oh, maybe. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, interesting. What what trolls start? I know, right? They start it. So yeah. So let's, anyway. uh, switch over to uh, Game of Thrones. Next month. One Man. month away. I can't wait. I love Game of Thrones. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm sad it's the last season, but, you know. But it's not really the last season. It's the last season of this storyline. Of this, yeah, yeah. And now they'll branch on to other storylines. Yes. But, oh, man. So they are at, where are they at, actually? Because it seems like Jamie and, and his sister, his baby mama, are on the outs. <laughs> the, they're they're in King's Landing, but it, I kind of got the impression Jamie actually wants to go fight. Yes, he wants her to join everybody in fighting the White Walkers. Well, because she agreed, 
right? She she agreed in front of Jon Snow and, and Daenerys. She had agreed she'd do it. Then they go back, and she's like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. She's like, no, well, let's attack them and kill them. And Jamie's like, no, we no. need to do what we need to do. We gave our word. We gave our word we would do it. I'm going to go do it. Plus, I don't want to fight these dead people. And Lannisters always pay their debts. <laughs> yes. So anyways, it looks like he goes to Jon Snow almost. Or goes to meet everybody and says he wants to fight on the side of the living. Yeah. And then you see Arya and uh, Sansa. They see dragons for the first time. Yeah, it's funny to see their faces when they see dragons. You know, it's funny to see everyone's faces when they see dragons for the first time. Like uh, Tyrion, you know, the little little mm-hmm. dwarf, when he saw it, his mouth dropped. Because he, he always loved the idea of dragons growing up hearing stories. Um, and then Sansa, she she sees it. And, and also she's like shocked. But Arya, did you notice Arya's face? She was like excitement yeah she smiled she's like oh man dragons you know that was that was, that was pretty funny to see everyone's different expressions now that you mentioned Tyrion, did you notice when Tyrion first saw the dragon he was able to reach out and touch it oh and yeah. the dragons didn't flinch or growl or anything right john snow did the same thing without the dragons doing anything okay so we already know that john snow is targaryen bloodline yes but True heir to the throne, actually. Exactly. Now, Tyrion, there's a rumor going on that he might also be Targaryen bloodline. Hmm. And with him reaching out, touching the dragon like that, might confirm that. Because the dragons know hmm. that Targaryen bloodline, like they belong to they Targaryens. They smell it. Right. Because there's that whole thing. That's why his dad, Tyrion's dad didn't like him because he knew he had the thought that he could have been a targaryen you didn't know so, anything about that i don't think so so is there is the rumor that his his mom cheated yes oh because he was the hand of the king and he'd maybe go out and travel and the king was boning his wife oh interesting hmm so he didn't disown him or dislike him because he was a dwarf it was because he pretty much knew he wasn't his son. That's pretty interesting. I kind of like that theory a little bit. That's so then interesting. when you see Tyrion reach out for the dragon and the yeah. dragon lets him kind of nestle into his hand, it makes you go, interesting. That is pretty interesting. Uh, and, you know, and, and with the dragons, one of, I think towards the end of the of the trailer, you see John and Daenerys walking to the dragons, and in my hope, I'm hoping they're going to jump on them and ride them, both of them, each riding one of the. That's dragons. what I was hoping to see. That'd be awesome, and they go to the White King, because he's on a dragon too now. Yep, he's on a dead white snow dragon. So that's going to be interesting, and they said this war. Is going to be so much bigger than the Lord of the Rings battle, and it's actually they took they took that battle from the Lord of the Rings and used that to inspire this battle. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah, I did read that that because that, that that fighting scene in the in the Lord of the Rings is is pretty awesome. It's a pretty it's awesome epic. battle, and they wanted to do something similar to that, like have that standout battle. I think they're going to have 
probably multiple episodes of just that battle. Okay. That's going to be huge. Good point. Yeah, good point. Like Maybe like the last two episodes are just the battle, maybe? It's going to be nuts. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. There's, you know, there's another scene where Arya's running through the castle. Something's scaring the shit out of her. Hmm. And she's running through. And so that'll be interesting. Oh, and there's a scene where she's like slashing a sword. You see a lot of blood. So it makes you think, okay, he's probably not a White Walker. Because there's a lot of blood from her doing that. So hmm. Maybe it had to do with West people from Westeros coming in. Yeah, it could be. Um, another rumor I, I heard about it was it could be giant spiders. What? So, yeah, let me get back to that. So, season one, the little boys, Bran and Rickon, yeah. they are in bed, and there's that elderly lady telling them a story. She's like a nanny to them. This is like episode one or two or something like that. And she's telling them they want to hear the story of the White Walker, okay? Mm-hmm. And while she's telling the story, she says that they have pet spiders the size of hounds. So, you know, makes you wonder. Makes you, makes you wonder. I want to watch that first season again. Yeah. you know, I started watching the last season, but maybe I need to go back to the first I, I, I want to. I, I kind of want to see it again too. And it sounds interesting if they have these pet spiders because we already seen a dead polar bear. Remember mm-hmm. a polar bear attacked. Um, they have a dragon. It makes you wonder if they're gonna have other. Cre- they have horses. It makes you wonder if they have other creatures as well. Maybe raccoons. I don't know. <laughs> but it makes you wonder what other things they could have. Maybe dead dire wolves. So that might be interesting to see, you know, dire wolves. Um, and it might be interesting that if the the Stark kids, if their dire wolves come back, maybe to help in the battle, that might be interesting. What, what, do you, what would you think about that if you see the dire wolves? As dead dire wolves? Well, not necessarily that, but just... Oh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Dogs freaked out over there. <laughs> um... But like like the Stark kids, if their dire wolves came back to help in the fight, that might be kind of cool. I don't know what you think. I think that'd be badass. <laughs> Sorry, let me go close the door real quick. Dogs are going off. <laughs> they hear one noise and they freak out. So yeah, um, Game of Thrones season eight, last season, is going to be a small episode, or I mean. Uh, uh, a small season, like eight episodes, I believe is what it is. But each episode will be a little bit longer. So that'll be that'll be fun. That'll be fun. And the last thing we have on here is a show that we recently just watched uh, during the plane trip to Hawaii was the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't too excited about it when I saw the trailers, but I figured it might be kind of fun. I got into this. It was way good. I got really into it. So there, if you haven't seen the trailer or haven't seen it, just a quick premise is, is uh, all these babies were born on the same day, randomly. Like, by young women. Like, they're like 15 years old. They're sitting there. All of a sudden, they're pregnant, gets impregnated, like huge. And then they have a baby. Just Within randomly. minutes. Like, they just grow bellies and have babies. 
And so this billionaire tries to go out there and buy all these babies. He ends up with seven. He ends up with seven of them, and that's what he names them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. He's not he, he's their dad, you know, through adoption, but he's not the best father figure. And he's training them because they all have special powers. And or they or he thinks they might. And so he's training them and they try to um kind of do superhero type stuff, like stop bank robberies and other things like that. So it's pretty it was pretty interesting. It was it was, it was pretty interesting. And, and they start off as kids, and they grow up as an adult, and they have their their storyline. And I don't want to you know give anything away, but but uh, yeah, I mean it was it was pretty pretty. It's good. worth watching. If you guys are into superhero stuff like we are, this show is pretty damn good. And it's all about trying to stop an apocalypse. Apocalypse. Oh, yes. And and you know what's funny? Because I saw other people on the plane watching it too. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's so, good. so, that, and that's why I want. That's what we want to talk about. We were talking about it on the plane. We were watching it uh, during the plane ride, and in a little bit in Hawaii. And on the plane, I saw people watching it too. So I thought, you know, let's bring it up. I want to see if you guys have been watching it too, and what do you guys think about it? And the way it ends just leaves it wide open for so many possibilities yeah. for the next season. There's ten episodes, and it ends. I like the way it ended because there it, were some things that kind of bothered me about it, like. The, some of their superpowers, like how did they figure out? It's like one girl's, her her powers to say, I heard a rumor that, and then whatever she says after that influences the thoughts of the person she's talking to. But how did does that come about of knowing to say I heard a rumor and that's going to set it off? Yeah, you know we we don't know, and maybe season two might go into that. And then there's another thing that bothered me was. How they're all, you know, brothers, they can call each other brother and sisters, and they know what each other's powers are. But when one person talks about, oh, this is what I saw, this, that, the other, and they need to believe them for them to move forward and get past whatever situation they're in. But for some reason, they're just like, no, I don't believe you. You're full of shit. Like, why would you not believe him at this time? You believe him everything else. But the time you need to know this to move forward and and do what you need to do, you all of a sudden just don't believe them. I'm not sure. You have to tell me when you're you're thinking about specific. I can't. I didn't okay. get that I'll, impression. I'll, I'll use this as an example. Okay. One of the members of the Umbrella Academy dies, and he's dead throughout the whole movie. So you know it right off the bat. Well, one of them that is alive, his superpower is he can communicate with ghosts, and he's constantly oh. with. That ghost of the dead brother. And he finally says it to everybody that it's the dead brother that did, you know, he's the ghost and blah, blah, blah. And all of them just don't believe him for no reason. But they know his superpower is that he can talk to ghosts. And for some reason, they just don't believe him about that. (laughs) Well, I can kind of see why. Well, there was other parts of the movie, too. But that was just an example. Okay. All right. I can't see what you're saying, though. But it but it was it was a good series, I enjoyed it, and now I can't wait for season two now. Yep, it's gonna be good. It'll be well, fun. let's call that an episode. I got people at the door and the dogs going crazy, so sorry right. if you heard all that barking. <laughs> all right, guys, sounds good. Thanks again for listening. Hope you guys are enjoying two episodes this week, and we'll catch you again next week. Peace out from the Buko Boys Studio.